again, another episode of Dom Day Tales. Welcome to episode 18. I'm Justin, and as always, I'm joined by my esteemed co-hosts, the authors of Amusement, the heads of Hysteria, Donnie, Babe, and Cote. As always, our executive producer, Dizzy Patterson, is with us enjoying a frosty cold beverage or two and keeping the show in order. Gentlemen, we have an exciting episode tonight. Our first ever episode made up completely of DDC Wives. Gentlemen, after 42 years of the tournament, why don't you tell us in a few words about what the Dom Dayette crowd means to this tournament? Cote, why don't we start with you? Well, it started out, like I said in some of the original episodes, I'm not sure how many, there were very few of the girlfriends that showed up, but now obviously it's great to be able to have all of our partners and our 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 kids' partners at the tournament, and uh, they've obviously been huge involved in the fundraising of it all. Obviously, uh, the three ladies around here tonight, we've become great friends. Sometimes they're a little annoying. I'll be surprised if I get any words in edgewise, but uh, we'll wheel with it, and certainly glad, glad to see all three of them. Uh, they having uh, recovered from a wedding this weekend, so mm-hmm. great to have them all here, and certainly they are complete bonuses to every Dom Day. Donnie, some thoughts on having some Dom Dayettes on the, on the podcast. Year one, we wanted the females involved in Dom Day, and unfortunately, it didn't work out of, out of the diamond. But, uh, but uh, no, these, these gals, uh, each of them have a special place in my heart, I'm sure we'll get to. Uh, but this should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, they're, a, they're a fun group, so looking forward to it. Yeah. Babe, what about you? Some thoughts? Yeah, you know what? There was a time in Dom Day history where, you know, the wives and girlfriends, significant others, um, would look, make sure that the guys made it home. And these three have probably turned the tables on some of the guys too, uh, where, you know, some of their husbands had to make sure that they were getting home. So they're going to be fun. I can tell you what, there's a lot of stories amongst these three and probably they've seen more stuff happen at Dom day than meets the common eye. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, guys. So with that, why don't we bring these three ladies out? They are the backbone of a family that has a jaw-dropping 31 Dom Day titles, three Eddie Milton Awards, seven Silver Bricks, and six Dom Day franchises. As designated drivers in the past, these three have put the DD in DDC. From fixing gray sweatpants to compiling a history of Dom Day pictures, these three have seen it all. Please welcome to the show, Kim McRae, Cindy Woods, and Bonnie Philman. Yay! <laughs> Good to see you, Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> good to see you too all right see all you guys it's good to have you guys on so why don't we hop in into it guys we're going to go kind of around the around the horn um with the three the three ladies and kind of get a bit of an introduction into um your first memories i guess of of dom day um kim we'll start with you mm-hmm. what are some of your first memories of of dom day we'll we'll get to some stories about finding love at dom day later but what are some of your first uh your first memories at dom day um, getting together with family was always exciting because my sister and my brother and my, some of my best friends were there and people that I've known since grade two, it was really always a lot of fun. Awesome stuff. And, and Kim, just, just to kind of hop in, you were one of the, the few people we talked about this on, on our first episode that went to TCI, uh, but sits on the third baseline. Uh, yes. So whose decision was that? Was it yours or, or Gordy's to end up on the third baseline? Gordy likes to be with ragging people. <laughs> you don't, don't know that about him, though, I know. Yeah, I was um, going to say, I think that's surprising to hear. Yeah, I think it was Bobby Brandt. Him and Bobby Brandt would rag everybody. And 
he just he was there I did feel a little uncomfortable at times but I got to meet everybody so I didn't have any trouble going back to the first baseline because that's where the TCI group really is and then I just got to meet all the people um from West Humber that Gord Gord knew before me that's awesome stuff and now she's one of us and you can't have her back you can't have her back I'm yours Donnie we're working on the rest of the film and see the other side (laughs) all right cindy let's hop over to you so what were some of your first your first memories at dom day and and maybe how did you hear about dom day well i guess going to tci i think uh well rick and all his buds including you know cote and babe and everybody was at tci i was two years younger so i think it was about grade 11 that i started to hang with these guys and ended up at parties together And of course, there was lots of chatter about this Dominion Day classic. So I don't know, somehow I just ended up there. But I got to be honest, I don't remember baseball in the beginning. Um, I remember the parties, but I don't even know if you guys, were you really playing baseball back then? Uh, (laughs) But I I do remember the parties and I got to be honest, that's my favorite part of Dom Day. (laughs) Well, well, maybe this is a question then for Cote. Cote, do you ever remember there being baseball back then or just the parties as well? Baseball sometimes in those early days was pretty t- tough because the parties were very damaging to the brain. So <laughs> Cindy is 100% right in that regard. The parties were a lot of fun. And, and I know that Pete maybe would disagree with me, but fuck him. And uh, we, we like to, to party just as much as we like to play baseball. So Cindy, do you remember what was your first party that you attended? Well, I do remember being at Shoney's party. And I understand now that that was Dom Day 3. But um, I don't remember if I was at the party before that or not. Um, I don't know. I don't have a great memory. Rick and I were trying to figure that one out earlier. But him and I had started dating in 1980, um, officially, I guess. So I did go to the party with him that night. But I don't know if I was around earlier in that or not. Somebody no, else Wood, might remember. Woodsy at the party at, the, at Dom Day 1, Woodsy was there with a set of twins. <laughs> <laughs> what about Dom Day 2, Cote? <laughs> a triplets. <laughs> that time they were guys so <laughs> okay so i guess that's how it all played out <laughs> but i didn't know i didn't know many of the west humber guys probably didn't know any of the west humber guys so it was a ton of fun to um you know to bring the two schools together and start meeting a bunch of new people and uh yeah it's all good Awesome stuff. And, and Bonnie, over to you. Uh, what are some of your first memories of, of Dom Day? How did you end up at, at Casefield? I first heard about Dom Day through Brent Ellis. Uh, his younger sister, Debbie, and I were best friends and spent a lot of time on Barhead. And I remember Brent playing that weekend and coming back to the house and telling us all about it. And I think the party was at Al Skira's that year. Would that have been Dom Day 2? Yep, yeah. Two. yeah. So that's that was my first memory. It was hearing about it through Brent. Good memory, Bon. Yeah. That's what was great. your Bonnie, what was your first the year that you would have attended then? The tournament, the, you mean? Or yeah. I'll figure it out. Well Two. Debbie and I were we were back yeah. at the yeah we were at the field a little bit. But okay. the first yeah, par- yeah. the first party I remember was at I think Pete Delmadzi's. What year would well, that be? That would have it, been 83. So I, I remember that one for some reason. Babe, of course, showed up with all his buddies in, in a nice outfit. Yeah, right? so. 83. Yeah. yeah. You were at 81, Bonnie, with me when I met Gord. 
Oh, that was at the Wolf House. Right. Because okay. that's when Mike Lilly was saying that he would give his right arm to be 17 the way you were and you were gorgeous <laughs> and you're still gorgeous. <laughs> remember no. that? No, I do remember that. Yeah, I was definitely at that one too then. Yes, you were. That was yeah. Lil? Lil said that? Was, Lil said yeah. that, yep. <laughs> and, he said, and he said to me that I wanted a keeper, not a sweeper. <laughs> you got both. <laughs> yes, I did. Awesome stuff, guys. So we're going to go around the horn again and, and just kind of get some first impressions. So obviously, you guys went to school with some of these guys. But, you know, Cindy, you kind of said there were some guys you'd never met before. Um, and, and obviously, through coming to the field and, and what have you, you met some new people that are a part of the Dom Day, Dom Day crowd. Um, and, and Cindy, maybe we'll start with you, but who is somebody, somebody that you met and, and maybe it didn't even have to be your first Dom day, but kind of later on somebody that, you know, their, that first impression at, at Dom day really kind of sticks out to you in your memory. I would have to say that Lil was a big part of Dom day early on, um, for me, not knowing him prior to, um, love Lil. So, uh, tons of fun crocodile rock. Lil would always get up there and do a little dance um, of course, Donnie, I didn't know Donnie before that, really. I know everybody talks about the lacrosse and the Rexdale Warriors and stuff, but I know I've been to games because I hung around with Sylvie McSpadgen. I know I've been to some of those games, but really didn't know um, these guys then. But yeah, Lil, and then of course, Chevy. <laughs> Chevy left, left a huge impression as well. And uh, some of those early parties, especially when he started his the Wanderers dance. And all the new girls that came to Dom, they all got initiated with that dance. That was always great to see. So those great. are two guys, especially. Great to see, but not great to be a part of is, is what I've been told on those Wanderer dances. So Absolutely. And I never had to do that because I was always there before that happened. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations on that. Bonnie, what about you? Uh, anybody who kind of jumps out to you as somebody when you met them at, at Dom Day, that first impression just kind of stuck with you? I know. I was thinking about that. That's a hard one. Um, I just have a lot of memories of watching um, Brent and Casey playing their guitars under the tree. And, and of course, Chevy always stands out as, as quite a character. And yeah, no, um, I knew some of the guys, uh, younger siblings, I guess, because I went to Heather Bray. So I knew some of the West Humber people that we would have met at the, like when we were at Heather Bray. So I did know some of them, but it was, it was lots of new faces. That's for sure. That's great stuff. And, and Kimmy, what about you? I mean, you've got probably one of the, you're married to one of the guys whose first impression we hear about a lot, but uh, what about, I mean, I'm sure shock value after that went down, but um, who else is the first impression that, that kind of shocks you or, or sticks out to you? Well, I was always in awe of Donnie and Pete and I, I knew everybody at the party the night that I met Gord except for him and his friends from West Humber so that was the first time I met everybody but I was afraid of Bobby and, and Mike and <laughs> at first I don't know why but I was and um Lil was always fun he'd call my name when a great song came on like um she sells sanctuary or something he'd say Kimmy and I'd have to dance with him <laughs> he's a good guy Awesome stuff. So we're going to get into some stories, guys, about about your your love lives um, and, and really more so about how you guys met your significant others. Um, and Kimmy, we're going to start with you because, you know, you have probably one of the few true blue Dom Day uh, romances. 
Um, I, there's a lot of questions that that obviously come from this, and and the first one is, you know, what did you see? Um, but why don't you tell us a bit about how you met Gordy on that fateful night in 1981 at a Dom Day party? Well, as as Bonnie mentioned, I was friends with Kelly Ellis, and um, Kelly brought Karen Hashimoto and I to the field in 1981. It was June 26th, and it was a Saturday. And then I saw Gordy hit a home run and he did a flip between second and third base I didn't know who he was at the time I said to Kelly who is that (laughs) and then I was supposed to go to three parties that night and I picked Dom Day party and went with Kelly and Brent and I think um, I walked into the party it was at Nick Wolf's house I came down the stairs and I saw Gord and I said to Brent I want to meet him I didn't know it was the same guy that did the flip at the time. And then um, we got to meet each other. And that's when Mike said, um, you want to keep her not a sleeper. And they got, you know, we got interrupted. We got introduced and stuff like that. And then Cindy always reminds me that she came up to me and she said, what are you doing kissing him by the pool? You don't even know him. (laughs) (laughs) What, What were you doing? Kissing yeah. him by the pool. <laughs> yeah, she's she's the older sister. She's supposed to be looking out for me. I had to look out for her that night. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was moving lightning fast. Then well, here you are, just showing up at a party, and boom. Yeah. Well, it was a whole evening of party and fun, and it was yeah. really nice. And then he drove me home in his Valare with his what's he call it, Valencian leather or something. And he gave <laughs> me his phone number. Home. It said that he drove home after the yeah. Dombey party. Christ. Yeah, at the time it was not as scary as it has been in the past. But he gave me his phone number, and I still have the little piece of paper with it with that number on it. And he dropped me off at Pipestone, and that was the end of that. Oh, that's great yeah. stuff. So, so I mean, the, we were talking to to, to Gordy about um, this, and, and your description of how you guys met was much more in-depth than his was. I'm sure you listened to um, his his episode. Uh, the question, I guess, guess for you, though, that, that people have been wondering is, you've been married to him all these years, 1981. How many pairs of gray sweatpants has, has the man <laughs> gone through over the years? That is funny because he is a stickler for using or keeping the same clothes for a long, long, long time. And I cannot get rid of things. And as the other girls know, too, we have boxes and drawers full of Dom Day shirts. But it was probably two pairs and that's it. And the first pair, he would be out there when it was like, you know, 90 degrees with these gray long pat track pants on and it was quite funny and I never even thought about it because he just dresses the way he dresses (laughs) but that's him that's great stuff Kimmy so we're gonna hop over now to Cindy um, and Cindy shared an interesting story Cindy why don't and we'll get to that in a second but why don't you tell us quickly about how you and and Rick met and then we'll talk about your your honeymoon Well, I don't remember the exact moment we met, but again, we're all at TCI together. So I was in grade 11 and 78. Um, So I guess it was around grade 11, grade 12 that, like I said, you know, Woody, Babe, Cote, Ross, uh, Minnow, Ron Burnell, like Drew Harvey, like we all just hung out together and we'd all end up at the same get togethers. Um, So anyways, Rick stood out as... I don't know, 
I remember walk. I remember we walked down the hall. Remember, Kim, I'd say this one. He walked down the hall at TCI, and I just remember standing there thinking, "Oh my God, I'm going to marry that guy one day." <laughs> I actually had that thought in my head, but um, yeah, I guess we started dating in grade twelve, grade thirteen, and then uh, that's how we met. High school sweethearts. That's awesome stuff. And and you were telling Dizzy and I kind of as we prepped for the show today about you guys got married in, in 1985 um, and your honeymoon was in Niagara-on-the-Lake, uh, but you guys went somewhere that has a little bit of Dom Day history uh, as a part of your, your honeymoon. You went to Frank's Tavern uh, as a part of your honeymoon. So tell us about how you ended up at, at Frank's Tavern. I just always loved all the stories of these guys together. And honestly, I wanted to be one of the guys. I just wanted to go away on these trips with Rick and do all the fun stuff that these guys did. I you was weren't so allowed. You weren't allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I know I wasn't allowed to, but I wanted to go. Even when I worked at Rexdale Plaza and I would drive home and you guys would all be lined up along Norfield there at Copeland's house. Remember? You guys would all be there having fun. I always just wanted to stop my car and go in and have fun with you. But anyways, Woody always talked about Frank's Tavern and you guys ended up there a number of times and there's great stories at Frank's Tavern. So when we were at Niagara-the-Lake, we only went there for, I think, a long weekend. And uh, we were like, okay, so what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And I was like, you know what? Let's drive across the border. I want to go to Frank's Tavern. I want to see this place that you guys talk about and I want to have chicken wings and whatever. So we went there and sure enough, um, Rick said, well, why don't we call Buff? Buff lives here, right? So Buff came over. We had chicken wings and we drank strawberry schnapps because I think you guys always had strawberry schnapps when you were there. And uh, it was a great night. I really enjoyed that. Hey, Donnie, what year would that have burnt down then? It probably wasn't that far off. Like, what were you guys, what were you, we were, I was married in 85. What were you guys, 87? No, we're 85. We all 85. got married. So what, when would that time. have burned down? Was it like, was it up to 1990 maybe? Do you remember? No, no. I, I, I mean, when was, I mean, shit, we, were we going there, babe, what, in the late eight? late eighties where are we going there still like, uh, but not when babe played for the Sabres. I don't think, no, no. I think it was gone by then. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you might've had the last chicken wing there, Cindy. You never know <laughs> on your honeymoon. So good on you. I took it out of Jonesy's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. Great stuff. All right. So now we're going to hop over to you, Bonnie. So why don't you, Bonnie, tell us a bit about how you and Danny met. Well, Dan and I are also high school sweethearts. I was in grade nine and he was in grade 10 when I first met him. We dated a couple of years later. Uh, I knew his, I met his sisters because Debbie and I were the only two invited into the Alpha Beta Psi sorority. And so Kim and Cindy were also, and Kelly Ellis were also my sisters in the sorority and uh, got to meet them that way too. That's great stuff. So I, I guess, Bonnie, maybe you can answer this question because I've heard, you know, sororities and fraternities and that mentioned a, a lot. Were those kind of big, I guess, in, in Rexdale at the time? Yes, there was at least, what, two sororities in our school that I think in two fraternities. Ours, ours was Alpha Beta Psi and we raised money for cystic fibrosis. I did not know that there was more than one, one of each. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I thought it was just the the, the one in the one girl's one and the one guy's one, right? Because you remember, right, babe? Yeah, well, you only had one eye, remember that. That's true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I had two of yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. turn that way. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think there was three sororities. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. And two frats. I think there was two fraternities. Yep. No? They were big. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
that was a big deal. But yeah, I remember Bonnie, she was in grade nine and we, uh, we invited her in. Yeah, that's how I met Bonnie. Cause I was friends with her sister. Were the, sorority, were the sororities like, like shit shows like the frat was like, I just remember the story about Woody and those guys coming down to Niagara that time. And they stayed in that hotel by the water. And I think Drew Harvey hit the guy in the head with the broom and there was a brawl and all that shit. Like, did you guys, did you check? No, we didn't place? do that. You guys did <laughs> no. into those brawls? No? It, it was no an it was an O-Seater Angler, too, Cote. It wasn't that was, the other, that was yeah. the other sorority, Cote, not ours. Oh, not ours. No, okay. we were good. Yeah, we yeah. were good. Exactly. Oh, that's good. Okay. Like, were you, who was president of that thing? Or, or who was, were you, Bonnie? Yeah? No, Karen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when I came in in grade nine, I think it was Karen Muley. Oh, and then, yes. and, then it, yeah. and then it was Cindy, and then it was Kelly, and I think I was after Kelly. Wow, that's kind of yeah. cool. So does yeah. that still exist? Do you know? Like, have you ever stayed up on that no no idea yeah no yeah, i don't just, once you were I finished don't. you kicked him to the curb went on a bigger and better <laughs> things all right guys so we're going to hop into kind of a next uh, the next topic and and when we were talking to some of you guys as as we we prepped for for the show one of the things that kind of rose rose to the top as a theme that that across the three ladies was kind of about how dom day for them has been broken down into three segments dom day prior to kids Dom day when the kids were little and Dom day once the kids started to play, or should I say, once the kids started to drink um, and how that had kind of evolved over the three, the three times. So why don't we maybe start with kind of that pre-kids um, era and, and Bonnie, I, I'm going to jump over to you um, to open this topic up, but why don't you tell me a bit about some of the memories kind of pre-kids as we talk about parties. I know um, you had talked a bit about uh, dancing bartenders and, and yeah. stuff like that. What are some some good memories that you have pre-kids? Gosh, I, I remember not watching much of the baseball, but the girls, we had lawn chairs and bathing suits and would sunbathe and just relax and visit with, and the guys would play ball. Um, yeah, you're right. I remember having the parties. I think we had a Halloween party at the um, Malton Community Center and a Valentine's party and Buff and I would be the dancing bartenders. It was, we had so much fun. It was good. That's good stuff. And what about you, Kimmy? What do you, what do you remember from some of those early days? Obviously, besides, besides meeting Gord, I'm, I'm assuming after you met Gord, there had to be at least one or two more drinks consumed in order to get through to uh, the next however many years. Yes, yes. Uh, Dom Day 2, the second Dom Day party that I went to was at Pete's house. And I know they had um, uh, a cake for us that said Mr. and Mrs. Dom Day, congratulations, because we had made it to a year or whatever. That was I remember fun. That. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I think you and um, um, Pete brought it down and had yeah. candles in it and everything. Yeah. Um, and be before kids, it was all just fun and parties and getting together and just doing lots of fun things together. And we had skating parties at Pine Point in the winter time. Um, we all got together. It was just one big happy group. It was great. Were you a DD right out of the gate, Kim? Yes, it's. I was thinking about that. <laughs> Bonnie and I were talking about that. Dom Day's been going for 43 years. I think I've attended 39 or 38. I did miss a couple because I had Spencer at one point. But um, I've driven for about 35 it? Did you find years. Holly? 
did I find Holly? Yeah, you didn't include her in the deal. Oh, right? well, no, but Spencer. I I had Spencer, but then like a month later, it was Dom Day, so I oh, didn't go to okay. that one. Okay, that's fair. That's that's yeah. legitimate. So, but I you've been up. a good, you've been a faithful DD, both you and Bonnie. Yes, Bonnie and I are twins that way. <laughs> Your sister, she's got a little flipping problem, and yeah. said, I ain't going down. Yeah, I was, was going to say now, now Cindy. <laughs> I mean, you're being left out of this DD discussion over here. So maybe you're the best person to go to right now to talk about this pre kids era. Um, what do you remember as far as the the drinking debauchery and the fun goes? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> she depends be on Bonnie and I to fill her in. <laughs> Rick, Rick always said he should have married a Kimmy or a Bonnie because he never got a DD in the deal. So uh, uh, we, a uh, lot of great parties, oh my gosh. But as the party started to progress and then it got into speeches and awards, like I couldn't wait to hear Donnie get up there and do his stuff and Pete and Bobby and Lil. And when you guys started, you know, with the scaffolding and the videos and all that started coming to the parties too, that that stuff was just so much fun and yes. uh just just loved all of that but mm -hmm. yeah we did have a few fundraisers for dom day at the malton community center and valentine's and all that so there was a lot of um not just on july 1st weekend there was a lot of other get-togethers and then just a lot of you know other parties as we all grew our friendships and you know we ended up down in baltimore and you'd end up you know in lots of different places so um yeah, we had a lot of good times. That's quite impressive that you guys remembered that, no, pardon me, the Halloween party at Malton Community Center. And Donnie had talked about it in an earlier episode that it was a fundraiser, right? And yeah. Complete blur, 100% yeah, blur. That's, that's surprising, Paul, that you would not remember that. I'm shocked. And yeah. e even the, the skates at Pine Point, I remember, were great. We only had a few of them, but mm -hmm. they were it was like right between Christmas and New Year's or something. And, you know, something like uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we happened to be home or whatever visiting and it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We had, a, we had a couple of golf tournaments too. I remember Ross had a party at his place after one of the golf tournaments. Cause they, my, my dad even played in that, like mm -hmm. dad came out and was part of that. And some of the other dads were too, but coach, I ended up in the fountain at Malton community center. And I don't know to this day who pushed me in. There you go. <laughs> you should have had better shoes on. You should have it, it, was, it was on. it was you i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. no doubt so, no doubt yeah he's blaming your shoes, shoes. <laughs> yeah so cindy by the way about the golf so we were trying to figure out on those early days where we played do you would you remember where where the we went for the golf i think we were like up the 404 area like just north of the city but kind of just around Markham. Didn't we go up there really? somewhere on Woodbine or something? Yeah, that's what I, my memory was too. And I can't remember the name of the place, but I remember it was what? a bit of a hike, hike back after that. Yeah. Wasn't there one at Eddie Shack's? Yep. I think we were at Eddie Shack's, Kleinberg, right. Kleinberg yeah. too. Maybe. I was going to say Kleinberg. Yeah. 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 It's all Gordy coming took, back to me now. Yeah. Gordy took me to the Bahamas and taught me how to golf. I came home and won that tournament that Ross had. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I like this game. Gordy taught you? Gordy taught me. Jesus. Well, well I was going to say, I mean, I, I, I know specifically of that party because that party is where my dad met my mom uh mm. was at that golf party that night and we were actually talking about that recently and and my mom said oh i remember tink was there and and all some of the parents were all golfing there but yeah that that party was i, I know my dad's probably listening to this hearing cindy bring up the the uh the golf party at his place going that's where i met franny 
Um, but yeah, that is where my he met my mom. And and if I tell this story correctly, she uh, obviously had uh, parents who were a little bit more strict by the sounds of it than uh, the parents of uh, the TCI group. Um, and uh, she uh, had to leave at 1030. And my dad told her nobody leaves the party at 1030. And the rest is history. Um, so that they uh, ended up meeting each other at that party. So it is kind of funny how all of uh, all of these stories kind of become interconnected into how, you know, the group continues to grow. Um, so maybe that kind of brings me to some of the next point is and and you know, Cindy, one of the things you mentioned was about how the group of ladies continued to grow uh, as ladies who didn't go to EC, or TCI and, and, and West Humber joined the groups. What was kind of that like as new girls came in and you guys were welcoming, welcoming them into the fold? It was amazing because um, I just only have great memories of, you know, the guys bringing their dates or their girlfriends in and our group of girls just continued to grow when we we have such fabulous relationships now, but um, Humber College, um, quite a few of the gals came from Humber College, I think, like Trish and Stacy Copeland, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, they all started hanging around. And then, uh, you know, Sue Jones and, of course, Franny, um, uh, I don't know, Carol Annan was always around, Wendy was always around, and me, and then, you know, Carol Delmazzi and you know, Heather were always there, but then, you know, Sherry Patterson, like the group in re of course. And right. Re, so yeah. the, yeah, the group just continued to grow and um, it, it's great. And we're all really close right now and great group of friends, Sandy Monroe. So. That's awesome stuff. And, and as we talk about kind of the, the group continuing to grow, you guys, I believe as of today are the largest family at, at Dom Day. Um, and, and your family continues to grow. So maybe Bonnie, I'll, I'll start with you. What is it, what is it like, I guess, every year to have this, you know, every family has kind of Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, all that sort of stuff when they get together. But for, for the film and family, you guys also have a Dom Day to get together. So what is it like having the extended family together and, and participating in Dom Day every year? All of our kids are like brothers and sisters and they consider, you know, the Coates kids and of course, Justin and Carly, they consider you guys all family and cousins too. And um, I know Mac and Bobby, they were here tonight and they have such wonderful memories of all the kids sitting around and they all wanted to sit near Justin. They said he was always telling jokes. He was just that much older and making everybody laugh. And um, they, they loved all that. They played behind the, the portables and they said Connor Hawkins would set off, you know, fireworks and they'd go to, um, what was it? Jug City and buy treats and, uh, you know, throw lacrosse balls around and mm -hmm. they had, they had such a good time, but no, they, they have their own family, but I think they considered all the other kids, they were all the same age, the Pattersons and they all just, the Ellis's, they all just hung out together and had a, had a great time. Mm -hmm. Great stuff. And, and Kimmy, you've got the only daughter in the group, uh, with yes, Holly. Um, yes. But Holly is somebody who's just thrown herself, obviously, directly into into Dom Day as well, gets involved with the uh, the blender party every day. What yes. is it like, obviously, and, and not only, um, you know, the only daughter, but the two youngest in the group. Um, so what's it like from from their perspective, obviously, getting to see their uh, their their older cousins participate in Dom Day and then obviously becoming a piece of it themselves? Oh, they've always always loved it they couldn't wait till like the weekend we're driving home from Dom Day they're la they can't wait to see um 
um, to have to, to go the next year. And Holly always loved it, loves being with her cousins. And then she found Tink and Fergie and then they became buddies. And they'll now she's part of the blender, the blender party. But um, they've always been excited and love being with all their cousins and everything. And then meeting all the other girls and have, having fun with them. Some stuff. Kote, you wanted to hop in? Yeah, I was just going to mention that, you know, Holly, wonderful person and certainly kind of through, I think, her father's side of the family got the flair for what is sold at the LCBO and really kind of has run with it, right? Because <laughs> I think she has been a little less responsible than her mom at some of the Dombe uh, afternoon. Yes, and, we and were thinking about because, you know, I, I can't I can't I me mean, throwing stones at glass houses, but, you know, she has certainly enjoyed herself. Well, they reminded me of the time she fell on the dance floor and how embarrassed I was and Gord laughed his head off. But it wasn't funny to me at all. So anyways, <laughs> but that's me. Speaking think, of think about how Mark Cote felt. My God. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, reminding them of the one time Holly fell. Uh, how many times Cote has, have, have you fallen at, at a party? I can't remember. She just didn't ever like when I parked my car on the fucking lawn. <laughs> and couldn't remember it. <laughs> didn't know Minor. what lawn you parked it on. Yeah, that's true too, Kim. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't our lawn? Oh. <laughs> so speaking, speaking of the expended, extended family, Cindy, I, I think for you, the, the whole fact of being a big family led to a funny story when you met Kinger um, and how you were introduced to Kinger. Why don't you tell us about how uh, your first introduction to Kinger went? Yeah, lots of fun. Uh, Rick and I were on the road. I think we were dropping or picking one of the kids up near the Baltimore area. So we ended up going over to Donnie's place. And I think we even stayed the night, Donnie, didn't we? Or stayed? Yep. yep. Yeah, yep. we stayed with you and uh, Lisa for a, a night. And we ended up at your one of your bars. I think it was a rocky run. And just so happened coincidence that as we were there, um, Rem and Kinger, I think Rem was moving and Kinger. Yeah, they were driving up. The, they were driving up to Boston from Florida and they stopped as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they had yeah. to drive a dog or something. It couldn't right. go on the plane. I don't know. It couldn't go on the plane, but anyways, we all ended up in the bar together and I'd met Rem before, but I'd never met Kinger. So we're all in the bar and Rick introduces me as his wife, but he also says, this is Tuesday's sister. And so he right away just pulled my hair up over my forehead and he's looking at my forehead and I'm kind of like, what are you doing? He goes, I just wanted to see if your forehead was bruised like your brother's. <laughs> Because he says when they were always out at the bars, you know, Danny would be going face down on the bar. But anyways, <laughs> tons of fun. He's a great guy and really enjoyed getting to know uh, him um, and all the fun that he brings to Tom Day. <laughs> That's good stuff. So we were talking a bit about kind of the, the different segments of, of Dom Day. And, and we talked a bit about kind of pre-kids, a little bit about while the kids were young, but some of the key memories, I, I know you, the ladies had various key memories of, of some of the things that they got the young kids up to. We talked about Jug City, um, but there was also some talk about, you know, O Canada and, and the snow fence along, along Barhead. Um, what are some of the other kind of memories you guys have? And, and Bonnie, I'll, I'll start with you of, of the kids kind of early days as, as youngsters at, at Dom Day. Oh my goodness. What a time that was. <laughs> We all had babies at the same time. I mean, all our kids are the very same age, so it was lots. Um, but no, I remember, uh, I think it was 90, well, it would have been 91 the year Bobby was born. Was that the year you played at the opposite diamond? And uh, yeah. I was, 
about, you know, seven or eight months pregnant with Bobby and chasing Mac, who was two around. And every time Dan went on the field, he would stand and he'd cry, I want my dad. And so they felt, they felt sorry for me. And I think it gave me fan of the year that year for, for hanging in. But yeah, I remember pushing baby carriages around and around and around, you know, the circle and just trying to get everybody under control. But oh God, they, they were all so cute. Honestly, we had play pens all lined up along the first baseline. And of course, the snow fence there to, so nobody ran out between parked cars. So the safety fence, the safety we had fence. It, we us. had yeah. it covered. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. That year was incredible amount of babies like around wrapped around the whole diamond the whole way and the end was in cribs and whatever i, I yeah, remember I think, that yeah i think 89 there's i think nine or ten of them that year there's there's a bunch yeah yeah that's great, great stuff. stuff and and kimmy what about what about you what are your some of your earliest memories with with the kids at the field um like bonnie said just trying to keep them safe and <laughs> running around a lot of work for us as wives to let the guys have fun um it wasn't all fun for us at certain <laughs> times um but they always loved it I mean like Spencer would be like every every month how many more months till dom day how many more weeks till dom day because he loved it that much and when Kevin started to play and then Mike started to play and Mac and Bobby and everything he was like I can't wait till I play right <laughs> but lots of lots of fun always um things to include with the kids and then getting a babysitter for the kids so that we can have a nice party and have fun it was great and and Cindy for you I know you had a story a bit of a story about um you know going to a lacrosse game with some of the kids and you ran into a Dom Day legend and Hall of Famer Tink Huntley um at 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 one of the lacrosse games why don't you tell us a bit about that interaction with him (laughs) uh we were field across somewhere. And I think Mike was playing. I can't remember, but all the new market parents are lined up against the, um, along the field. We're We're all in our lawn chairs and we're sitting there watching the kids and Tink ended up being the referee that game. So he's refing the game. Then all of a sudden he comes to the sideline and he's standing right near me with all the other parents. And he just, he just said as loud as he could, Hey, Cindy, he goes, which one is ours? And he's pointing the kids on the field. So all the new market parents are looking at me like, what's he talking about? And I said, <laughs> I just went along with it. And I said, yeah, 99, that's our son. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always jokes going around Dom Day, um, especially when it came to the Dom Day babies, right? Because there's a lot of kids born nine months after July 1st. <laughs> <laughs> And I think Michael was one of them (laughs) from that. I don't know. You're probably going to bring it up later, Justin, but when everybody got together in the fence that year for the picture, that was hilarious. All the Dom day kids remember. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we talk about that right now? So how many, how many of them would have been in that picture? That was a huge picture. They said, we're all the Dom day kids. And they're talking about anybody born in, you know, March, April, you know, get into the, the, the screened in area there at home plate. And I don't know who's got that picture. It's it's kicking around, but there how was long that. ago? How long ago was the picture? Oh, would it have been maybe five years ago? Like the rain yeah. year or something? Was uh, it the rain? That big picture? Of, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but and then you know Chevy's yeah. strutting around all proud Papa, right? Because he <laughs> lays claim to a lot of those kids too. So <laughs> we have jokes around the house that Spencer's not. Gords, he's Chevy's. So. Yeah, he, he looks a lot like Chevy. <laughs> oh, well, every 
every lady on this podcast has been in grade nine with Chevy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so one of the questions that we got from Kote, um, and and he was really curious about this because I think he's doing some fact checking of his own. Was as the kids grew older, Dom Day obviously got a little bit more expensive as the kids obviously started to jump onto your barbells. Um, and any kind of experiences from from some of the ladies on the phone with some of the barbells, um, Kim? Maybe we'll start with you. Uh, I know Gordy normally finds somebody else to pick up his tab, but were there any kind of scenarios as the kids went from kind of being kids to getting on your barbell before you had to give them the boot? Oh, Gord would give Spencer instructions. Do not let Chevy go to the cooler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the barbells weren't too bad because I usually didn't drink. So, (laughs) but um, no, it was, it was always, it was okay. It was, it's Gord, you know, he's always in control. So that's good stuff. And and Bonnie, what about you guys? What was what were some of those first dumb days where the kids hopped onto the, the barbell like? Oh, I would think Friday night at Remo's would have been the, our biggest one because uh, Dan and the kids like those veal on a bun. That's their their favorite yeah. go to. So, yeah, Friday nights probably were the were the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. And and speaking of Friday night that at Remo, Cindy, the, the firefighters tab probably got got a good run a couple years in a row there, didn't it? Oh yeah, we had some huge bills at Dom Day, and uh, which led to some, you know, family conversations on the way to Dom Day, maybe the next year or <laughs> the year after. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we uh, it was all fun, but we definitely had a few bills that shocked us a few nights. Because but, you guys um, would remember that our executive producer there, when he famously quoted, "Share Bear is not going to be happy about this." As they went to clean up that bill one year when Terry didn't come into the tournament and Derek was thirsty and Colin was on the hook for the bill. So that was a Derek was thirsty. Derek and 30 buddies were thirsty. (laughs) Oh my goodness. He ended up having one of those conversations that you were talking about, Cindy. Oh yeah. We had a couple of those. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say, I think there's been a few conversations like that over the years. And and quickly the next year the uh the bill was on your own after that. But Cindy, yes. it was yeah. the rounds of shooters, right? They'd order those damn things and it was just like boom, it would just punch the bill up a hundred bucks. And they and they, they couldn't leave anybody out, right? You'd be ordering shooters <laughs> and everybody comes to the bar and they're well, I want one. Well, I want one, I want one. I'll put 20 on the firefighters' bell. Okay. That's Mike yeah. Conley. That's that's yeah. Mike Conley. He was influential. That he liked that 20 figure. <laughs> We, we never ordered, we never ordered one or two or three shooters. It was twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, depending on the mood. Right. Yeah. And I, I personally enjoyed when all of your kids got to be of drinking age, because all of a sudden we had another set of people that was buying <laughs> Brian rounds. Because <laughs> a guy like Kevin Woods, he was never shy to say, I'll no. take a shooter. He, he yeah. would step right up. Yeah. Having a drinker, no way. Cindy, you want to jump in? I just want to share one story, which I thought was pretty funny. I don't forget how old they were, but they, they had a credit card uh, roulette at the field and it was, they put all three of their credit cards in and one of them pulled one out. They got Remo's night. The next one pulled out the credit card. They got the bowling night. And then the last one to draw got the party and it was hilarious. I can't remember who got what, but the last guy standing that got the party, they, they were not happy. 
And I think Rick and I put our drinks on all of those tabs that Dom day. That was a good Dom day for Rick and I. That was payback. <laughs> Love that's it. Good. That's, that's good. good stuff. I, I remember, you know, as we're talking about bar tabs and all that sort of stuff, I remember some of my first Dom day parties um, at Hollywood's. Uh, Franny would put uh, Ross on on a bit of a, a budget by by you know not allowing him to take his wallet and only giving him cash. But about halfway through the night, he'd run out of the cash and come up to me and say, I need you to hit the ATM for me. I'll pay you back in a couple of days when things are quiet. <laughs> so uh, it took a few years for Franny to realize what was going on when, when uh, you know, we'd get into a cab and, and Ross would be a little more drunk than $60 worth. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we've all, we've all had our, our tab stories uh, as we go along and, and I'm sure we'll all have uh, plenty more to go. Um, so guys, we're going to hop into obviously the next, the next phase. I, I mean, um, a lot is, is changing over the, the years. Um, and, and, you know, we talked about the three segments about pre-kids while the kids were young and once the kids started to play, but the exciting thing, I guess, for you guys is we're starting to head into a new phase, which is where grandkids, uh, start to become a part of the, the phase or a part of, uh, the equation. So, Bonnie, I'll start with you because you were the first one to have a grandkid uh, come to Dom Day. Addison came to our first Dom Day uh, in 42. Uh, what's that like, I guess, for you now, kind of looking forward as um, more and more grandkids start to show up? I know it's like history repeating itself, eh? More, more strollers and uh, more little ones. I remember Mac getting hit by a ball walking up the fence. So yeah, you have to keep your eye on them and so yeah, Addison's two, and uh, we have another one due in a couple of weeks. So we'll have another one to bring next year. So a little boy. That's awesome. exciting. Uh, that's yeah. exciting stuff. And and Cindy, what about you? I mean, as you guys, uh, you know, you just had Mike's wedding over over the over the weekend. Kevin got married last year. Your family's growing as well. Um, how exciting is it for you guys? To do the next. It's more and more exciting every year, right? With uh, like. Dom Day in our family, everybody gets more excited about Dom Day than they do Christmas. And it's been like that since I can remember. It's just one of those weekends where everybody comes together and really special too over the years where, you know, the kids weren't necessarily living at home, but always made a point that I'm definitely going to be home for Dom Day. Kevin's in Victoria now. He's already said every Dom Day will be back. Might change when he has kids. See how you know, it's not always that easy um, to fly home with the kids, but they're planning to be here in uh, the next Dom Day and their babies due in um, December. So they'll be coming home, hopefully with a little, and he's, they're having a little boy. Mike and Christy are having a little boy. So we've got two grandsons on the way to join in, in the gang. And, you know, let's hope that, um, you know, in 15 or 16 years that they're also playing Dom Day. And that would be super exciting because, you think of like our parents were all at the field, right? Like my mom and dad love going to see Mr. and Mrs. Patterson, Ma Cote, you know, um, everybody's parents that were there. Uh, Donnie, you know, your mom and dad. Um, Howie West, um, always loves Howie West, right? Like there was a whole group of parents, Minnow's parents. And, uh, you know, then we all play. Now all of our kids get excited to go and see all of their um, age group and they're all buddies and, Let's hope that our little grandbabies and Dom Day's continuing that long that they'll all want to play too. That's great stuff. Alrighty, guys. So we're going to now get Cindy, it. Cindy, I just hope that we can still be the age that will close Remo's on a Friday night. Right? <laughs> all the, our, our kids and our grandkids have gone home and we're still there doing shots. 
<laughs> the guy who, work, who works there that's he's a Rexdale derelict what's that guy's name donnie Amos uh, or Eve Amor. Yeah, 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 yeah. 80 years old and we'll still be there. It'd be beautiful. <laughs> That's good stuff, guys. All right. So we're gonna round the corner and head home. Uh, we're gonna start with some final words. Um, Kim, we opened with you. We'll start with you on the close. Why don't you give us some final thoughts about Dom Day and, and kind of just memories and what you're looking forward to? Well, when I first met Gord there, I had no idea what I was in <laughs> for. But the longer well, the, the more the years go on, the more valuable I see everything and how much love and how many people um, we want to see every year and how many friends we've made and how much how much you enjoy it and how valuable it is. And there isn't there isn't anything as special as Dom Day, I don't think. It's part of your family. Your family is great, but this is like just an extended family and it's really, really wonderful. And I feel blessed to be part of it. So thank you. Great stuff. Cindy, final thoughts. Same. Um, the older we get, the longer it goes on. Um, the more you value and you treasure the relationships and the friendships, um, all the memories, all the stories. Oh my gosh. Could sit and listen for hours of you guys sharing your stories and, um, all the memories and the, the fun things that we've had. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very, very special. And thank you for inviting us to come on today and be part of um, keeping Dom Day alive through, uh, you know, these couple of years where we couldn't all get together. But I think mm -hmm. these podcasts have been great um, to listen to. And uh, like I said, it just makes us feel like we're all still together and connected again. And you guys have done a really good, good job through all of this. So yeah, thanks for Dom Day and for having us be part of it. Great stuff. Bonnie, final thoughts? Um, well, it, it's obviously about friends, about family, about, you know, community and neighbors and obviously always lots of laughs. That's what you'll always remember is the sound of laughter at the park. Um, but for me, it's, it's that group of guys, you know, taking treating our kids like they're all uncles and, and treating them so nicely and taking them under their wing. And, you know, my kids just appreciate that so much. It just makes them feel like they have such a bigger family and community that, you know, love them and have their back. And it means so much to all of us. So thanks again for all of that and uh, for being part of our family too. Mm -hmm, for sure. Cheers. Cheers. Don Donnie, some final thoughts from you. Yeah, I mean, I, I look when I look at these guys, I mean, the first thing I think of is, well, two things. I mean, the, when I first met them and and then but really with their kids, you know, is so, you know, I remember when uh, Spencer and Holly first came along and they and they were like, like Spencer was like a kid in a candy store. Like he, <laughs> he, he loved it so much, you know, and he just was so happy to be a part of it and almost yeah. glad that we let him in. You know, yeah. where, where there was never a doubt he was going to play. It was just we, you know, we had to wait till he was a certain age. And he's just yeah. got that, you know, that exuberance is, is, is fantastic. Just like you described, you know. And so, uh, you know, always and then with Bonnie and, you know, Bonnie and I got off to a rough start years ago. And we. Uh, <laughs> what happened, Donnie? We, what happened? Well, we were we we were at a party. We ended up at a party. And I finally remembered the name of that bar. Terry O's. Right. Terry O's was the oh, bar on on the corner of on the bend of Dixon road there and, and sleepy had a place right across the street. 
remember we had a few parties there one night we ended up there and I, you know, I probably had a few drinks and Bonnie probably had a few drinks and we just sort of, and, uh, <laughs> and she, what, I don't know what I said. Maybe she does, but I mean, she, she gave me the fuck you, Donnie. <laughs> and I, and I, I turned right around and said, fuck you, Bonnie. <laughs> but, I mean, it was all, all fun sort of, but, and then we, we became best friends, you know, and the same thing with, uh, with the boys. I mean, I remember playing lacrosse with them. You know, uh, we used to have the uh, some of the backyard cookouts, you know, the, the luncheon really before it became uh, a big thing. We used to have first at Babe's backyard. And then remember we had at Sleepy's backyard mm-hmm. uh, for, and they were there and always brought their sticks. And I'd be fooling around playing lacrosse with them, you know, and, which was great, you know, and uh, they, too, were eagerly looking forward to the day that they could play. And now to look at them now and the families they have and everything. Right. And same with Cindy. You know, I look at. Cindy and you know she's another one that just makes me giggle when I look at her you know it's just I don't know what it is it's just you know she's such a fun person and then her kids same way and they used to you know they used to hang around a lot when they were younger and I think I mentioned that one one time in one of the other podcasts was that I remember the nights at Remo's when they were so young and I'd be up on the bar doing stupid stuff right and I'd look down and they were like this you know just looking up at me and and I can only imagine what they were saying to to Cindy or to Woodsy you know about me and stuff so anyhow that's my my thought is just what you know with great uh, families and then the kids they came up and all so and then one day the grandkids so super stuff yeah Cote final thoughts well certainly uh all three ladies are that we've got on here tonight they're they're beautiful people and we've obviously known each other for a long time and, and become great friends and, and equally along with the friendships with themselves, obviously to their husbands, right. Who, uh, three, three phenomenal individuals who I have stories of all individuals on their own, of what we've done, but, uh, love them to death. And so it's, uh, it's been a great reunion. And then, and then obviously our kids have got to know each other and become very close. So couldn't ask for three better people, uh, three great true Rex Dalians and, uh, happy that they're, part of Dom Day and, and great to see their smiling faces on our Zoom podcast here tonight and uh, look forward to hopefully seeing them sooner than later as uh, as we work our way out of COVID. So great to see mm-hmm. you, ladies. Cheers. Good to see you. Babe, over to you. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to top what everybody has said because, you know, these three, I've known them for, it seems like forever. And I, I just have one thing to say is just thank God Saul did not get a home run and do the flips. It was Gordon McRae. That's all I can say. <laughs> I don't even know who Saul is, but I, I think I'll agree to that. Victor Saville. <laughs> all righty, guys. So just some final thoughts from me. I, I mean, awesome to see these three ladies. I, I get to see them very frequently, um, whether it's up north or, or otherwise, but Always awesome to talk to them. Great to have them on the podcast as well. I mean, we talked off off the the start about you know the the accomplishments their their various families have on the field. But I think what's what's even better is the friendships that we've built off the field um, amongst amongst our families. And I think the theme of everything is is not just friends, but it, it is a huge family. Um, so 
not only that, but I also think as well as, as some of the first wives to be on Dom Day, but also the first moms to be on the Dom Day Tales podcast, I would say, guys, as somebody who has needed to be carried out of a, a Dom Day party, um, maybe not carried, I was a little heavy, but, you know, at least helped out of a Dom Day party by my mother. Um, to everybody listening, make sure you thank your moms and wives for all the rides home and all the times they got you home when you had tambourine pieces in your eyes. Um, so they've seen it all. Uh, they let you come back the year after. So be sure to give them a hug and a thank you after this because they've put up with it all. Justin, um, that wasn't too funny. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> all righty, guys. Thanks again for coming on today. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to the Dom Day Tales podcast. And we'll be back next week with two very special guests. Um, looking forward to it, guys. Have a great, great. night. Great thank job, you. ladies. Great thank to see you. Thank you. Good job, Thank you. Guys. Thank you. Love you. Good job, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bedtime. Night, night. Night, night. Just let me stay